Hello, and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I'm Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. <laughs> and we just got off the line with Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac. She was so fun. Oh, my God. This was, like, if you, like, just want to, like, feel like you're having some girl time with us and Giselle, this you, you definitely picked the right episode to listen to. We had so much fun with her. We talked about her new makeup line. She spilled some tea about the new season um, it's when like, it's, it's like coming out, hopefully. It's, it's so good. It's it was really really fun. She's just such a strong woman, yeah, she is. And, and she's so real. Like she was so so real to earth with us, and like so cool. It was just it was it was it was really awesome. Like I would have to say, she's probably my favorite episode of 2018. It was I, I think so far it might you know be. What I mean, like starting the year, like she she was just like it was literally like we told her it was literally like. Us three, like, hanging out, just, like, having a girl's day, chatting. Like, she just was amazing. Like, I I seriously wish, like, I would have had Rosé, and she would have had Rosé, and you would have had Rosé, because <laughs> I think that might have been the only thing that would have made it better. <laughs> but it was it was super fun. We, she's our first Real Housewife. We yep. don't think... I'm going to spill something. I don't think she's going to be our last Real Housewife, but we're not allowed to say anything yet. Exactly. But, as, but you know, I think, it was, I think it was definitely a good start for our, hopefully, we want to get all the housewives yeah, here. Yeah, we love the all the housewives. Every single was, housewife. Um, it was fun to talk to her, too, because she was talking about all her businesses and, like, how she's really trying to, you know, of course, use Bravo as a platform and, and do what she needs to do with her makeup and where she's going, and she talked about opportunity. And um, speaking of... Yes, Allie has a really exciting (laughs) announcement about a business of hers. So tell us about it. Okay, so... um I have been working with this amazing jewelry company called Sterling Forever for the last few years. It seems like forever, but <laughs> exactly. I'm bumped. Exactly. And um, I have been styling my different clients in Sterling Forever. I really love the brand because I love, like, the quality. I love what they stand for. I love the mission behind it's it. It's also, like, very – it's high quality, but it's very affordable. Yeah, extremely. And that's what I was going to say. It's all about, like, affordably chic. Um, myself being a celebrity stylist, a lot of people come to me and say, well, I can't afford this look or I can't recreate it. And I love that Sterling Forever does a really good job of that. And so from that, Sterling Forever approached me probably about almost a year ago doing a line with them for my own line, not just creating pieces and picking as a stylist, but like designing it, getting my hands dirty and being a part of it. And so today... On January 23rd, it was released and went live Yay! And the collection is called Hearts on Fire. And you can read about the collection, but it is truly how I feel right now in my life and how I feel about with my daughter and my pregnancy. And I talk about how everyone should let their world be set ablaze and you should always set your heart on fire. And I think that, you know, being especially women and us working so hard, always trying to do a million things, it's really important to, like, find those fires and find those passions mm-hmm. and those things that, like, really do enlighten your soul. And so this was, like, an amazing project for me. I'm so excited. It's finally out there. I couldn't be happier with the designs, with the way it came out. And I just think, like, it screams, like... Every woman can wear it. It's like, really, like, I'm not just thinking because it's Allie's. It's really gorgeous stuff. Like, my mom sometimes posts on our page. Yes. She She's, like, a part of their, like, you, you'll you see so her. She, she's at her and she's like, I want the hoops. <laughs> it's so funny. Wait, I didn't tell you this. So, like, when I, when you send me, Allie sends me this text this morning saying it had gone live. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay, I have to look. So, I'm looking. And I'm like, my mom is going to order those hoops. <laughs> like, they're so, it's really beautiful stuff. It's yeah. really different. And I feel like. I feel like it's different 
Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, so much of, like, when it comes to fashion, and I would say jewelry is about, like, everything starts to look like the exact same thing after a while. Oh, and these pieces are really unique. Thank you. Um, they're really nice. They're just, I really like what you did. It's very different I'm from your previous collection. Yeah, it's very all Very girly. Very girly. You're going to want to, like, get this and then do like a thousand flat lays because it's so like this is the most Instagram friendly jewelry I've ever seen in my life so cute and I like wanted to incorporate like you know vine details and the pink opals for my daughter and I just really wanted it to be kind of like channel your inner goddess but like in a very affordably chic way and be me and what I would pick out for you even if I'm not there and I'm not your stylist I am hashtag your stylist for, you know, with Sterling Forever and you getting this jewelry. And so we'll link to this, of course, um, in the show notes so you guys can check it out. But please go check out SterlingForever.com and, well, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll put the link and it'll say Hearts on Fire. You can guys... I'm, I am super excited for this, for this collection. So... Before we get to the interview, I just want to say, if you could leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, please please do that. Write us a... You can literally write, like, we have, like, two sentences. Just be like, this is funny. I enjoyed this. I like the episode with Giselle. I like every episode, exclamation point. Um, If you could do that, that would be awesome. And again, thank you, Blogette, so much for listening and bearing with it. We know that... always commenting. Yes. And I was also going to say, you know, we always say it in the show notes, but we don't really say it on the show. And I think, I think that we should. We have a private Facebook group. It is drama free. It's super fun. It's intimate. Um, And we would love for all of you blogettes to come join. The link is in the show notes. We're very, it's, I think it's really, I love having my own private Facebook group, our own private Facebook group. Absolutely. And it's like, everyone is so cool and so respectful. And we just hope like you'll join in the fun. Also, I was going to say, you know, a lot of the private Facebook groups, they don't like bloggers to post. Please post. If you're a blogger, I really, we want you to join. Yeah, or if you have little ventures you're working on, whatever like, it is. Like, let us know post. what you're, yeah. please let us know what you're doing. Yeah, we would, we would love to have you, you know, we want to create a community and what you're doing is a part of our community. Um, so again, without any further, you can also just search on Facebook if you're not going to look in the show notes. It's just things we're too lazy to blog about. The page is things we're too lazy to blog about with Amanda, with Allie Levine and Amanda Lauren. I know I should really change it to the blog ads. I might. Who knows? Allie and I like argue about whether we should do this all day or like yeah, should, should be. So. Everyone's really feeling that things are really the blog ads. I, I know. Don't fix it. It's not broken. No, but should we do blog the blog ads in parentheses? I mean, in parentheses. I think, I think we need to add a parenthetical. Parenthetical. All of a sudden, she's like so grammar happy. I'm I'm so grammar happy, <laughs> and it, no, I'm and so. On that note, on that note, uh, yeah, we'll put Giselle on. <laughs> Thank you. So we're on the line with the amazing Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? We're great. It's so nice to have you're our first real housewife. Yeah, we're we very feel excited. very, very honored. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> we are we're so happy to have you on. So I wanted to know, I guess like we'll just sort of start from the beginning because one thing that we Allie and I were talking about, well, we were talking about how we don't like Orange County and how we can't <laughs> like it. 
There goes all the Orange County guests that would have came on. <laughs> I know, I know. We're, we're, we're going to edit this part out. Um, we wanted to know, sort of, do you? how did you end up getting cast in it? And how did they pick Potomac? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know, you know, are not sophisticated enough to know about Potomac and that area. Right. Well, um, first things first, I think that, I don't know this for sure, but I think that Bravo wanted to come back to the D.C. area, but didn't know kind of which way in the D.C. Because there's a lot of pockets. So there's like PG County, there's Baltimore, there's Northern Virginia, there's the Potomac area. And they kind of really didn't know where to go. Um, So there was a big, wide range of folks that they were looking for all over the D.C. area. Um, The casting director just so happens to be a friend of mine. I've known him for like 20 years. So he called me and was like, you know, hey, we are thinking about coming back to the area, but not quite sure yet. Would you be interested? And of course, I was like, absolutely not. Who's got time for that? (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, why not? I'm not doing anything else. Um, so I just, I decided to, to go ahead and say yes. And then the other ladies on the show who I've known for a while also lived like in the Potomac area. So I think they just happened to end up in Potomac because of who they found and where we live. You know, what I think is really interesting about Potomac which is that, like, I was re-watching the pilot yesterday, which is that it's a gorgeous area. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really... Kind of like a hidden gem. It's It seems so lush. Mm -hmm. Like, they were showing, like, aerial shots that they obviously, you know, did with the drone, and I'm (laughs) like, this looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's extremely, extremely beautiful, especially when... It's like around March, April, and the cherry blossoms come in. Um, it is it is beyond beautiful, and just a great neighborhood and a great. It's it's small enough that you know everybody, but it's big enough that you know you kind of feel like you're in the big city. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful schools, like top schools in the country. So as far as a family is concerned, you just really can't beat the Potomac area. That's really cool. It's well, and DC is a great city. Oh yeah, DC is awesome. Oh yes, oh, yes. you know the first season, season one, we were like told like, do not discuss DC, do not talk about DC, <laughs> not mention DC. That's so <laughs> DC. funny. I know it's hilarious, but now you know we're, we 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 wrap season three, so I, I think we're in the clear. I think Woo-hoo! we have, um, yeah, we've passed the DC curse. <laughs> You know what's really funny? I didn't think DC was that. I'm the only person who didn't think it was that awful. Yeah, I didn't think it was Obviously, bad. Potomac is better. Yeah. But it I wasn't th- bad, but it wasn't, you know what it was? I feel like the synergy in the group was lacking. A like, little weird. It was, yeah. Like, it felt very casted and very forced. And of course, we're all not stupid. We all know they cast. But I think with, like, Potomac and, like, Beverly Hills and other ones, like, there's a lot more, like, they research and figure out who's kind of connected to who and this and this and that. And they make that happen. So as things are happening on camera, you're like watching these stories unfold. And I feel like with them, that's how it was. With DC, it was kind of off, you know? Yeah, I I don't think that 
and I don't know this, but I, I think that they didn't really know each other prior to the show. Yeah, see, and that, yeah. you can't make that up. Like, that comes across. We are real like, wise connoisseurs. Yeah, that comes across, like, immediately. Like, you start to figure out, like, so this one really doesn't know this one, and then this one, how are they connected to that one? And it becomes almost like this loose story, and why everybody loves watching Housewives is obviously many reasons, but people love to figure out those like puzzle pieces and like see how this one came from this and oh, that one's story is this and everyone follows yeah. and then gets into your lives. And I'm sure you've seen that they want to know all about you because now you have this whole connection to this whole thing. Yeah. And you're really like, one, if you guys know each other prior, you're really invested. So oh, yeah. you know, season one, when Karen was pissing me off and Sharice was pissing me off, I was really <laughs> pissed because I know these ladies and... You know, so I was really invested in whatever feeling I was feeling at the time. Right. No, I get that. That makes a lot of sense. New Jersey is like that, too, because it originally started with two sisters. Yes. And then, right. like, the people around that family. Mm-hmm. And it makes the stakes higher as oh, opposed yeah. to, like, like we were saying with, like, OC. Mm-hmm. They just sort of all, they have no reason to be friends at all. Yeah, well, and it's very clear. <laughs> yeah. For, for yeah. many reasons. Whereas, like, you run in, you know, you run in the same circles. You Stakes are higher, but you also have to sort of hold yourself with a little bit more class, right. I think. Even though it is a show then, you know, then it would be otherwise. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So what sort of convinced you to finally do it? Like, I know, what I were you like, like? I know, like, I was going to say, you said no, first, so, yeah. What was the, what was the bomb where you're like, eh, okay, I'll give it a try? Well, I really had to talk to my kids. You know, at the time, my girls were, I have three girls, and they were, kind, you know, I felt like, young but old enough to be impressionable by the whole tv thing yeah Mm -hmm. and i kind of had to explain to them look you know if i do this some people are going to hate your mom some people are going to love your mom and i really wanted to make sure that they were okay with it and they were they you know they're my number one fans they were like mommy we love you just do it it'll be fun i think that's amazing you but that was kind of like your first thought was like how does this affect my girls and like you know, why are they okay with it? And like, do I move forward and how they're going to perceive it? Because I think a lot of people don't realize with, you know, reality TV and especially with the Housewives franchise, like there is a lot that goes into it. And like you said, there's a lot of love and there's a lot of hate and there's a lot of craziness. And so I think that's like really so like such an testament to you being such a good mom that like your first thought was like, okay, how are my girls going to handle this? And like, are they good with it? And then from there you like kind of decided. Yeah. And then um, I got my girl Robin involved. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. like my ace spoon coon. So <laughs> I felt like if, I, if I'm going to go down this road, I want to go down it with like one of my girlfriends, one of my good girlfriends. So I felt like, you know what, it, if nothing else, let's just see and let's have fun. And, you know, when we first started, we filmed the entire season one and had no idea we were going to be housewives. We just knew we were filming a show. So I just was thinking, you know what, I'll just have fun with it and we'll see what happens. That's cool. That's, I think, most of them. I know that, like, originally, um, like, New York was called Manhattan Moms. Yes. And then they mm-hmm. told them that, no, you're not going to yeah. be Manhattan Moms. Right. Yeah. Well, we were going to be called Ladies of, Ladies of Potomac. Um, oh, I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, no shade to ladies, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'd rather be real housewives. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so cool. So, I mean, talking about that and, like, choosing to, you know, bring 
Robin in and go forward and do this. Did you have like any, you know, after you knew your girls were good, was there any reservations like for yourself or any thoughts that you have, you know, officially when you either right before you signed the contract or once you had signed the contract, like where did your mind Mm -hmm. kind of go and like, you know, whatever you're willing to share, but like walk us through like, you know, kind of how that all played out for you and how you felt. I really felt like, um, you know, it's very easy to get in front of a camera and just act like another person or act or make up a character or, you know, just be somebody that's not authentic. So my total focus was to just be myself. And I know that sounds weird, but that's really hard to do sometimes when you have um, 20 producers behind you and, you know, you're you're looking at four cameras. You know, you can immediately go into, like, this character in your mind. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I I really just felt like I really want to be authentic at all times to who I truly am because I can't keep up with a fake Giselle. Like, I can't keep up with that person. I can only just really be me. Um, so that was the only issue or, or thought that I had. Like, I I really just want to have fun with this. And when it's not fun, I don't want to do it anymore, but I, but the whole time I'm going to do this, I'm going to be me. Right. That's amazing. And also one thing that I thought was really interesting is that you kind of started this during a very interesting point in your life and a very pivotal point, which is, you know, leaving, leaving your husband, you know, yeah was unfaithful to you um and sort of you know like one thing is that you know and being a role model and having that opportunity to be a role model for single moms or for like you know I don't know what it's like to leave your husband but I can imagine it might be one of the most difficult things oh, in the absolutely, world yeah oh oh yeah 100 percent. and and to be honest with you that that was another part of it like I do want to show people that there is a wonderful life after divorce. And yes, sometimes life, you know, beats you up a little bit, but you got to get up and you got to make it the best life that you can possibly make it. And I'm really proud of where I am right now. You know, I'm proud of the way I raised my kids. I'm proud of all the businesses that I have started. I'm just really proud. So I, I don't have any issues showing that to the world. Yeah, that's really amazing. And it's inspiring for a lot of women who, you know, are watching and probably do feel down or think, oh, I'm not going to be able to come back up. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And you're showing them like, yeah, okay, you know, life got me down, but like I'm back up. And like you said, I'm proud and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And you're showing people like the inspiration. I think a lot, of course, you know, you get the haters and you get people who just watch because they want to troll. But there are a lot of people who do tune in besides for the toxicity, but for <laughs> actually getting to know you guys as women. You know, I mean, let's be real. Part of yeah. Bravo is all toxicity. And then part of it is the realness. And, and the people that tune in for the realness and want to get to know you as a person, they become invested in you and you and your brand. So yeah. they get to see that, like, you went through this horrible you know, situation and what happened. And that unfortunately happens every day in life. And it shows this relatable content and how you handled it and where you are. And I think that's really inspiring for so many women. Yeah. And you, but you know what? I have to be honest. My mother was like, absolutely not. Hell no, don't do it. Um, (laughs) She just was like not feeling it because she knew that I was going to have to relive my divorce. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
And she's like, why would you put yourself through it? And then, you know, people are going to be throwing water on you and people are going to be cussing you out. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they definitely do make you, I mean, it's, you know, it's just the way reality is you relive everything you went through. And though you may have had it happen six months before when they're filming, it's all coming back up. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm a tough cookie. I can take it. No, we can tell. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're a total boss queen, but I mean, on that note, like how do you handle something like that? That like just in general with filming that they constantly kind of have you relive your truth and your storylines. Like how, how does one, I guess the question is kind of like, how does one emotionally process that? And like, how do you handle that kind of day-to-day filming knowing that you're going into that scene reliving what you just went through. Well, the good news about my divorce was that it was, it was actually like 10 years ago. So any emotion connected to that is, is done. You know, I, I, I can talk about that over and over again, and, and there's no emotion connected to it. Um, it's it's kind of like the new stuff, you know, like starting Average You Beauty and just like the struggles with that. And... Um, um, relationships with the ladies, you know, we say things to each other that hurt and then we got to relive it after we've moved on. I mean, it's sometimes it's, it's tiring and you don't want to go through it again, but you know, it's just like the nature of the beast. To be honest with you at this point, it's season three. So I'm kind of like used to it. <laughs> I hate to say it, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Doing it but, um, but it's never fun. It is never fun at all. And let me tell you something. I used to think that, you know, reality television was just like pie in the sky. You know, they just get dressed and go in front of the camera. It's no big deal. My first week, I had the most utmost respect for Kim Kardashian that I've ever had in my entire life. I was like, my God, this is hard. Like, it's really, really difficult to talk about your life. And yeah. show it to everyone. Um, so, you know, hats off to Kim. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I haven't gone through by any means uh, what you ladies have Allie gone was through. on straight. Yeah, I was on I, Bravo's I new show. I saw that. Yeah, I was on Bravo's I new did, show. Well, okay, okay, Allie, we have to talk about that for like two seconds. How are you talking about <laughs> How, how do you walk around with no clothes on? I mean, that's just... <laughs> Girl, let me tell you. I, could you not tell? I was a hot mess. I could not... I could not handle it. Like, my husband, like, owned it and was so good. And I was just, His like... His butt was everywhere. It really was everywhere. Like, but he was fine. But I was such a mess. I had such a hard time handling the fact that I was naked. And it's funny because I laugh because my grandmother made sure some peace. She used to always make jokes to me when I used to stay at her house that like, I, like I could be a nudist. Cause I used to literally walk around her house, like trying on all her different furs and outfits. And I'd be like, butt naked as I try them on, I'd walk around her house and she'd be like, the windows are open. You're giving the neighbors a show. What are you doing? I'd be like, Oh, it's no big deal. And we would just like laugh at each other. And I, my mom brought that up after stripped aired. And I was like, well, apparently I was definitely not uh, in that mode. I was like in total hideout mode, pulling my hair as long as I could. Thank God I had extensions then. Pulling it down to like, you know, my boobs as much as I could. Trying to cover myself, use whatever I could do to cover, you know, my no-no downstairs. I mean, it was just like, it was just 
I could not even deal. Like, and the producers, you know, they're, as you saw, like they talked to you and they kept coming over and they're like, so what's going on? Like, are you ready to come out of the room yet? And I would be like hiding and shaking in a corner, like a little child. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, well, we'd like to get some, you know, interviews and hear what you think. And I'm like, I'm going to stay right here. I don't want to move. Like, you know, it was like, <laughs> it was just. I have to be, I have to be honest. Robin called me in the middle of the night one night and she was like, have you seen the show? And I'm like, what? She's like, people are naked. <laughs> and they're taking away like, you know, all of their stuff. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then I watched it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, trust me. Like, you in. It was, I mean, it was 21 days, obviously. My it first, was the my, longest 21 days of everyone's life. Yeah, everyone that went through it with me was like, <laughs> oh my God. But it was, it was seriously so intense. Like obviously what you only saw an hour. I mean, it was yeah. kind of crazy that they didn't end up showing more. But it was just... We filmed for 21 days and, you know, the first day, you know, 24 hours, you doesn't matter. You're without, you can't get an item. So you're just on this cold ass floor, you know, trying to sleep, you know, just no blanket, no nothing. We're literally using toilet paper rolls for pillows, like prison style. We're trying to like (laughs) roll on each other to like get comfortable. I mean, my animals kept looking at me like, frick you, like, where do I sleep? I mean, it was like, I can't even tell you how intense it was like it really messes with your mind and then like that next day there was no doubt in my mind when they said okay it's time to pick your first item I said to my husband I was like Justin I don't care what you go for I'm going for a dress like 100% yeah. you only get one item so you can't get like jeans and a shirt and whatever I was like I am getting a dress like no matter what <laughs> I'm getting a dress like <laughs> that was it you that know so it was, like, I could not even now, would you do it again would you do it again you know, it's so funny. Everyone asks me this question. And I'm like, maybe if it was for like a different reason, like maybe if it was for something else to learn about myself or, cause I will yeah. say like at the end of the day, um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I did get pregnant. Um, and life really changed for me, um, in a good way. And I do think that going through something like that really changes you as a person, even though it is a show, you still live that life for 21 days. Like, it's not like, you know, Bravo filmed us and then they leave and, you know, you got to your makeup on and, and hang out. Like, no, 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 no. You were stripped for 21 days. So you lived wow. being stripped, you know, without and anything. And she really did, by the way, yeah. because I tried to get her to cheat the whole time. Oh, she time. totally did. And I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, I didn't do this to, like, cheat myself. Like, I did this I was to, like, like you know, learn. some underwear in a Ziploc bag she did. in your she backyard. Was, she was, like, ready to go incognito, and I was like, no, girl. I was like, I, I, if I'm doing this, like, I'm owning it. Like, otherwise, there's no point, you know? And it was like, there were moments of weakness where I was like, I'm ready to tap out. Like, I even said to the producers a few days in, I was like, I can't do this. And they're like, well, then, do you want to be done? And I was like, yeah. And Justin was like, no, you don't. You got to keep going. Like, we're, we're good. We're fine. And he was like, you know, my rock. Like, he is my rock in life. But I really do think for him and I, we became more of a team. And it made our marriage stronger. I mean, besides the fact that we got pregnant. It was like, you know, we really just got closer. And I think you don't realize, whether it be your husband, your friend, you know, your kids, whatever it is, life is busy. And we all get distracted. And so many things go on. There's only so many hours in a day. And when you have everything taken away from you and you're literally stripped, it really makes you like refocus and, and like, like realize, realize what's yeah. yeah, and realize what's important and what you're missing out on. And like the conversations him and I had, like, I don't think we would have ever had like that. You didn't really see everything, but like certain things are very intimate between us that like 
we shared together, like we would probably have never had, had we not done strip. So, you know, I learned yeah. a lot and the naked thing was definitely something I was not prepared for. I mean, I remember after we decided to do it after originally I said no, because originally it was just stripping of your items. And that for me was scary enough. And I was like, no way, no makeup, no fashion, no heels. Like that's not me, you know? And then they said to us, oh, and by the way, we're going to take your clothes. I remember laughing at one of the producers and being like, ha ha ha. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, but that's what we're going to do. And we're like, oh, what? Like, it was like, you know, I was like, wait, I remember talking about my parents, like, hey, mom and dad. So remember that show I told you I'm probably going to do? Um, so now I'm going to be naked. And they were like, what? <laughs> <It was fun. laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, holy shit. But, um, you know, it was, I mean, you know, Bravo, like it, 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 it was, it was very interesting and it, I learned a lot. Um, but it was, um, it was an interesting type of journey. Like, obviously they wanted to do something extremely different than housewives and Vanderpump Rules. Like they wanted to bring in a different audience and supposedly they have, I mean, supposedly they have a very loyal audience who's been watching every episode and is really into, you know, the real characters and who they are and how their lives are playing out. And I did get a lot of people that reached out and were like, congratulations on the baby. And I found you very inspiring when you had a hard time at the red carpet and you didn't have your glam. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Of course I got trolls as well. Cause it's <laughs> reality TV, but you know, I think overall, like the message and what they were going for, I think for the most part, like they got out there and I feel like I learned as a person that did it as well. Yeah. I mean, definitely reality television will teach you a lot about yourself, but you know, yep. Bravo knows what they're doing. So oh, completely. You have to trust the process. You got to trust yep. the process. And, yep. You know, exactly. Yeah. So did you, so did you watch our episode? Did you see us? I saw, um, well, no, there was more than one um, couple per episode, right? No, it's, 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 they're doing uh, contained episodes. So Which just, I thought was really weird. I everyone, thought they should have dragged it out throughout the whole season. That, yes. that kind of annoyed me. Yeah, a lot of people felt that way. I, well, after I thought that it was dumb, I, once I saw it, I was like, this is not dumb. This is amazing. Like, I was all in. <laughs> that's kind of what we've been hearing like people at first are like what is this dumb show and then they actually and then you watch watching episode after yeah. episode yeah and then they're like yeah. oh this is kind of cool like this is interesting or you know and it's like when people go at me on social I kind of just put the question back on them I'm like well how would you handle it like what would you get back you know like could you live life with less probably not you know so yeah. I mean it, I would never do it I would never do it yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, Bra hopefully Bravo doesn't listen because maybe they'll, want, maybe they'll want to do, you know, a crossover of a script with Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking <laughs> I actually said that to one of our producers. I was like, I so could see the next season being like different housewives and seeing how they handle it. Right. Right. I mean, well, I think they, I think they want to take me camping. That would be um, enough. <laughs> That's, I was going to say that, look, I, I get it. That That's enough. Let me ask you, what have you learned about yourself self with having the cameras there? Like what is doing it? Because I think you're an extremely real person. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So what has having the cameras there, you know, like, I think a lot of, some of the real housewives are very fakey and they seem like they are living their lives for the show. And I feel like you're the kind of person, if it went away, you'd be like, well, that's too bad, but you wouldn't care. Right. So what has, what has it taught, what has the cameras, what have they taught you? What have you learned about yourself from, from doing um, 
and that, and that was actually so part of that. What you just said was actually one of the reasons why I wasn't going to do it because I was living my life and I was fine. I was having a good old time and doing my thing and raising my kids. So you're right. If it did go away, you know, okay. But I would be going back to you know whatever it is that I was doing. Um, it's the cameras have taught me because um, a lot of times, you know, when I see myself. I am no nonsense. I do like to have fun. I am funny, but I, I don't have tolerance for like nonsense. And I knew that about myself prior, but like watching myself <laughs> not mm -hmm. having any tolerance for anyone's bullshit is, um, mm -hmm. has taught me to, to kind of like have a little bit more patience with people. Um, like Ashley, you know, I, I try to have mm -hmm. as much patience as possible with crazy Ashley. And I ended up like, I totally love her. Um, so I'm working on just trying to actually be a better person because I see my faults. Like I see, like I'm about to lose it and I just, I, I don't, I don't want to be like mean and nasty and I don't want to be a mean girl. Um, so I, I, I think I just need to be a little bit more patient with, with everybody and that's on and off camera. It's look, patience is a virtue. I'm oh the most patient a, person ever. Look, I, it's a real I, thing. I, I get yeah. it. Um, one thing too, that I wanted to ask you was, so we were talking before about your businesses and I wanted mm -hmm. to sort of know about why you decided to start every hue beauty. Also, let me tell you obsessed with the foundation brush. Um, oh, that core, okay. That's like the most gorgeous foundation brush I've ever seen in my, like, I want to try it because it looks like it's a great product, but it just looks really pretty to have like yeah, vanity. totally. <laughs> it is. It's so, it's like very like, like hashtag, like, you know, makeup goals. Like you like look at those, like, you know, high, high end influencers. So like like gorgeous vanity set up and like have their amazing makeup. And it's like, you totally could see like that piece being right there. Yeah. 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 So I've always been um, a makeup girl. I've always been, you know, five, six, seven years old in my mother's makeup <laughs> playing around with it. Um, Right. And so as I got older, I started having a hard time. It's, it's, it's hard finding, um, like any kind of foundation or tinted moisturizer that matches my skin tone. So I really struggled with it. And I think that a lot of women of color struggle with finding something that matches them. And so I just kind of really wanted to alleviate that. I wanted to start a makeup line. I wanted to first start with the skin because I think that's most important. I mean, I think that a lot of people, no shade to folks, but they come out with like a lip gloss or, you know, an eyeliner. And I just think that that's not really fair to the face. I think the skin is most important. So that's why we started with a tinted moisturizer um, because it gives you like all of your vitamin C, vitamin E, your aloe. So it's making your skin healthy, giving you a beautiful glow. Um, I have put in the line a lot of, darker, warmer hues for women of color. And, you know, they've been extremely happy about it. Um, and then we're going to advance to our um, lip glosses and our blushes and all the fun stuff that we love. We just came out with um, a highlighter trio pack. So, you know, ladies, when we go out, right. When we go out, we have our highlighter, we have our bronzer, we have our separate things. Yeah, we're going to, we put them all together. So it's all in one pack. So you have your highlighter, your bronzer, your setting powder. Um, 
So it's like one thing to take out when you go to the club, as opposed mm-hmm. to a million things. Um, or traveling, or yeah, like, travel. like I, I am at Allie's house right now, and I have to get ready for an event after this, and I have just like a giant makeup case with me. She and does. Right. It's hysterical. I'm like cracking up. My four hundred things. Yeah, with right. me. I'm a palette girl, but I, I seem to be sort of collecting lots of little things. So anything that's just sort of all in one makes life so much e- one less thing to lose. Like, yes, yes. And then I want to get to the brush. Like, I love that brush as well. That's my favorite. Um, I saw a brush that was similar to it in like one of those high end, very high end stores that was like super expensive. And I was like, no, I love this brush. I want to find this brush. I want to duplicate this brush, but I don't want it to be $80. Um, so we have ours, which I love. I use it every day. So I, I appreciate and thank you for having it be hashtag makeup gold. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's so funny because foundation brushes are, sh- are such, like they feel so luxurious. She's dropping all her makeup. As I as I'm <laughs> dropping as I'm dropping something right oh, now, selling this house to cut you up. <laughs> um, but it's all yeah, it's twenty eight dollars. I mean, it yeah. really it looks like it should be like a hundred dollars, and I'm sure it feels really nice. Oh, it feels amazing on your skin. Amazing. That's like the best. So, right, and we are just a little. Um, what do you call those things? Spoiler alert. We are in talks with um, Mass Market. So Sweet. in May, we should be in, like, a very big store. That would be like exciting. Yeah, and, like, 100 very big stores. So we're very, very excited. We, 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 I believe in every Hue Beauty, and um, I put, like, all of my focus and energy behind it. And, ladies, I am um, in the process of also writing a book. Ooh, we need a copy of that book. Is it what is it a tell, a memoir? Well, it's loosely so I was married, as you all know, to a pastor of a church, a mega church, like a big church. Um, and so uh, people have like all of these thoughts and views of the church that you know they have all these unanswered questions, they always feel like you know the church is like some secret society. So um, the book is loosely based on my life at that time. So, I have to read this and I have to <laughs> give it to my, to my husband. So my mother, so my father's family is Jewish and part of my mother's family is Catholic. So I like, you know, would go to church occasionally as a kid for certain things and we celebrated Christmas and Easter. And, you know, and I try to tell my like very Jewish New Yorker husband, I'm like, well, no, but it's like, and he like has no idea. Right, right. That's like, and I think like to a lot of people who haven't been exposed to that culture, they don't know what it's like. And I think it's, I actually am sort of fascinated by that culture because I didn't grow up, you know, around again, like Catholic, you know, Italian Catholic, but not like Christian. And I, I always find Christian people to be very interesting and to, for the most part, to be very genuine. Yes. Yes. So it's going to be a page turner. And because it's loosely based, I can really make it like beyond salacious. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, sorry. I thought we, I thought yeah. we lost you for a second. <laughs> it, it, like it, the computer made a weird sound. 
When is that coming out? So, um, hopefully it'll be early, um, fall. That's exciting. That's amazing. That That's really, that's amazing. So you said that you have business, so you have every hue, you have your book. Is there anything else you and, and the show? And when do you have time to shower? I know, I was going to say, I was like, uh, hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my other, um, project is just, I have this um, organization called Healthy Babies, which is a house for women that are transitioning. They have little kids and they're transitioning. They've left whatever home situation that they're in and they're, you know, at this group home and they're kind of transitioning to get their own place and live their own life. They're going back to school. They're getting jobs, all that. So um, I've been working a lot with them and I want to do a lot more with them. I want to help them get a bigger home. Um, so I'm, so I'm, I really need to focus on that. So that's kind of like my next big project. Wow. What makes you passionate about that? Because all of the ladies have little babies, right? Mm-hmm. And I have three girls. My oldest is 18 months older than my twins. So once upon wow. a time... I had three kids in my house that are under two years old. Wow. Right. So, you know, and I had nannies and all that good stuff, but I would stress to freak out. And I just empathize and sympathize with any woman that has one or a million little babies that they're trying to, take care of and raise. Um, right now I send to them diapers. Like I just remember the diapers I went through on a daily basis was absolutely insane. Um, and diapers are expensive. Oh like, yeah. You know, <laughs> so. Ali's oh, yeah. pregnant. Yeah. She knows. Birth in yeah. two months. Yeah. 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 So just understand diapers are expensive. And um, babies are beautiful and wonderful, but they're a lot of work. So mm-hmm. whatever you're going through, just imagine times three, because that's what I was doing wow. <laughs> at the time. So I just feel very um, compelled to just help moms with babies. Yeah, that's amazing. I'll have to check that out. I know. I know. Okay. We'll post a link. You know what? Lauren, um, should give us a link to that organization. And yeah, I'm more than happy to post. We're going to, in the show notes, we're obviously going to post your information, but we'll also post that in the show notes yeah. in case anyone else is interested in helping out. Absolutely. Oh, that's lovely. That'd be great. I would love that. Um, yeah, we like to make people Google things. Yeah, or, we, try to make it, we try to make it simple. Everybody's got a million things going on. Yes. Now, I heard through the grapevine, not sure, that we should be back on the air season three around April-ish. I was literally about to ask you that. Are you also a psychic? I was literally (laughs) going to say, when is it going to be on? (laughs) That's what I heard. But, you know, Bravo never tells us until they're ready to tell us. So I'm not sure, but that is what I heard. Yeah, it's cool. That's exciting. I have one more. I'm I'm sure you have to go soon, but I have one quick question for you before uh-huh. before you go from one of our blogettes, which oh, is yeah. what we call the people who listen to our podcast, our fans, the blogettes. She said that, okay, unlike most of the Real Housewives, oh, yeah, you never look overdone. Ever. 
ever. Like you're gorgeous, you're stunning, but you don't, you're not fakey looking. Mm -hmm. You're just a natural beauty. So she would like to know if you could spill any of your secrets. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's really nice. Um, I, sometimes I feel like I need to be overdone. Um, so I appreciate that. I, let's see, let's see, like beauty secrets would be, um, I totally believe in like lip gloss and I know, you know, the trends are like a matte look or, um, uh, what do you call those? Like the lipstick that doesn't move. Yeah. That'd be matte. The matte like, lip. Like, all a, that. like a lip sense, like some, like, um, yes. a long lip. right. Yeah. And that's fine. But I totally believe in like glossy, glossy popping lips. Like mm-hmm. that's my thing. Love that. Um, and I just feel like it's all about the skin. So, you know, if you're wearing a foundation or tinted or anything for your skin, just like get that right. And don't worry about anything else. Like just get that right. And if your skin is smooth and looks beautiful, then the rest will fall into place. That's really good. I like that. Yeah, no, but it's true though. Like everybody says, like when they see you, like you always look like so natural and, and like, so beautiful together. and put together, but you don't look like, over overly done like no shade to their housewives but like let's get real you could see the hardcore fillers and the chisel they did their face and the this and the that and then like the list goes on and it's like yeah sure they're pretty but it's like people and i've heard this about you before like even before we got this question like people look at you and are like wow like she literally looks like she almost has like a filter on her face all the time yeah <laughs> well that's nice and i don't want to do um, and you know, people get work done and I don't, I don't have any issues with that. I mean, I feel like if you want to get work done, get it done, but I, I don't want to do a lot to my face. I just feel like I want to age gracefully. Yeah. I just want to look my self at all times. That's awesome. That's yeah. I've had to embrace that too, especially being pregnant. Like obviously I'm not allowed to do fillers or Botox and or any of that stuff. And I've had to like embrace like because before that I was kind of like, you know, doing a little bit here and there, nothing too crazy, but just, you know, a little touch up. And then I was like, Oh, I have to let go of this. And it was kind of at first it was really hard, but now it's kind of been like rewarding for myself because I've been able to be like, Okay, I still look pretty. I still look put together, like my face doesn't look as crazy as I think it's going to. And it like, it's, it's kind of like, you kind of humble yourself and realize like that you, you know, like you said, you want to like let yourself age gracefully and like have your skin looking, you know, nice and everything. So that's nice to hear. Some of that is obviously every hue because I'm sure that you use your, you know, your own product. Of course. And it also, it also benefits your skin as well. It's Mm -hmm. not just like a regular foundation where you're just sort of, you know, covering up crap it really feels like you know you're nourishing your skin mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah and and i love it and, and by the way i'm a hue nine um <laughs> so and i and i absolutely love and wear it every day but you know the television is no one's friend like nope. it makes all of us right. look horrible yep so to, you know and i think the more you do it's like counterproductive you know, the more work that you do. I think it's right. like counterproductive when you're on TV. So I just try to keep it very simple. No, that's really cool. Uh, that's good advice. That That is good advice. Let me ask, are there some favorite products that you have that Ooh, you that's like? One. Yeah. Um, so outside of every Hue Beauty, of course, <laughs> um, I really like 
um, Laura Mercier has this like lip gloss, this sparkling lip gloss. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, love that. Um, I could wear that every day. Um, my girlfriend Robin Dixon just came out with a lip gloss um, line. So yeah, I should Ooh. check that out. Wait, is there going to be um, some competition? I know. I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah, she did. And, it, and it's great. I have like, I think she has like 10 of them, 10 different shades. I have every single mm-hmm. last one of them. Um, we'll link to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. So let me see what are my favorites. Uh, hmm. I love, and this is not on the face. This is just beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm obsessed with, what do you call those things? Um, stick on, press on, press on nails. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, yes. That you get from like Dwayne Reed or CVS or whatever for like $7. Like I'm obsessed with them. So, really? you know, you press them on. Um, they give you like a little sticky thing that you can put on your nail. Then you press it on and you're good to go. And then like, you know, two days later, they you take them off and you put on a different pair. Like, I love these things. I wear them all the time. Wow. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. And there's, there's funky colors, or you can just get the nude or the French tip. <laughs> and I can't handle, because I'm kind of busy, I really can't handle, like, going to get my nails done all the time. So this stage, I know. I get my nails I'm, done, and it's exhausting. I'm the same way. I get gel manicures, so I don't have to. People are like, why do you get the gel? I'm like, I can't go again. I, I don't have another hour and a half of this, like, you know, in the next three right. Yeah, I know. Like, I, my nails are, like, four weeks old, and I've just been dreading, and I'm so tired. And I'm, like, I'm not going yet. Like, I'm waiting till they're literally, like, so ghetto that I have to go because I just don't have the energy. And especially being 30 weeks pregnant, I'm, like, I just want to take a nap. I don't want to go do yes. that. <laughs> yes. Well, you can put the press-ons on your nails in seven minutes. Right. Or less. There you go. Okay. That's amazing. That's cool. I, I might start doing that. I'm not even kidding. Cause I just Oh, there's know, so many companies that do it now. You know what? It's really, like I never I never think to do it. Right. But now but now I will because that just seems like such a time saver. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I have stacks of them in my house. Like I could have like 30 like in my in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's awesome. That's hilarious. What um before we let you go, like what, what what would you say maybe people should take away, um, you know, from you or about you or well, you know what doesn't like, the camera show exactly like, that's what, what I was gonna say exactly about you yeah that like people would not know right. from from watching the show that the producers and editors have just never included right. Um, let's see. I really like to just like sit at home and. <laughs> And, like, do nothing. It's, like, my favorite thing. But um, I knit. Like, like um, <laughs> no one does this anymore. Like, knit. Like, your grandmother. Like, you know how you uh-huh. knit, like, a blanket? Like, so I knit occasionally. Um, I taught my kids how to do it. They really like it. Aww. And my grandmother taught me. So, like, I've, you know, tried to pass it on. Let's see. They've never seen me do that. Um... Huh. I think that's it. They've they've pretty much like been in every nook and cranny of my world. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that, you know, something that I want people to know is that 
you know, opportunity knocks like once or twice or three times in life, and you really have to take advantage of it. You know, I, like I, like I told you guys, was loving my life prior to the show, but the show has allowed me to do so many other things, and it's changed yeah. my life in a way that has been, you know, it's all about what you make it. And I've decided to make it as positive as possible. And I'm really grateful for the platform, for the opportunity, for the ability. I mean, like, you know, every hue, we haven't even been um, in business a year. And we're about to launch in 100 different doors of a mass market store. I mean, I just wouldn't have had that opportunity so fast um, without the show. So I'm just, I'm just very grateful for where I am right now. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And that's a really good takeaway. And I, I think you're right. It's true. Like opportunity does knock, but like from everything you're doing and everything you're getting to experience, quite amazing. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So I got one people, more too. People always say, you know, well, y'all just sit around and cuss each other out, you know, yeah. and, and, that, and that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, what can we expect next season? Like, I know you can't give spoilers, but is there anything you can say? Season three is um, very good. I can say that. I can say it is very, very good. It is quintessential Housewives. You guys Mm -hmm. are going to love it. Um, (laughs) uh, We do have a new person. I can say that. Um... Do you like her? Does the dynamic change a lot? Say that again? Do you like her? I, uh, I'm on the fence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the fence. I'm so on the fence with this girl. I love the pause. That was kind of amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the fence, but I'm working, I'm working towards a better place with her. Um, I, uh, let me see. We, uh, we, have, we take a wonderful, because, you know, we've pretty much had the butt of, of all trips, okay? Potomac has. We went to Bethany Beach. That was horrible. We went to <laughs> Bermuda. Bermuda was better, but we, we take a fabulous trip this time. Um, yeah, I think that's all I can say. <laughs> that's exciting, though. No, no, you're, I'm, look. I think I think that you're going to bring the drama. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking yeah, the, forward to it. The, the drama is definitely there, and people really reveal themselves for who they really are. And you know, I, I tried to tell people, I tried to tell the world about how people really are in season two, and no one believes me. You all will see for yourself <laughs> how rude and nasty some people are. Wow. wow. We well, obviously that person is not you because <laughs> you've been more than gracious. Yeah, with your you've, been, time you've been amazing and being amazing and coming on the show. And we really, we really can't thank you enough. You're our for your your OG real yes. housewife that we're having on, and we're so, we're so happy you came on. Thank you so much. Yes, Giselle. thank you so much for your time and and you know giving us you know not only like the realness of you but like. A little bit of the tea and just, I feel like you we know, had some like, good girl time. Yeah, we had like a fun little girls chat. Like it was like a cool little yeah. hangout sesh. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And Allie, um, 
Good luck with your baby. It's going to be amazing. You. It's going to totally know, change your life. Right now, as we're talking, she's like, "I already love Housewives." She's like, "I'm going <laughs> to." She's like, "I'm so excited for this drama. Exactly. If only I could get out of my womb." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, do you know boy or girl? Yes, it's a girl. It's a girl. Okay, we have names. You don't have to tell me, but do you have still, names? still, still deciding, still playing around. You know, kind of all over the place. But I want her to decide <laughs> okay, so I can okay. make her something monogram. I know. She manic keeps asking me. She's like, "Can you freaking make a decision?" I'm like, "Listen, I can barely make a decision right now on like what maternity outfit I think looks chic." So, and you're talking to a stylist, so like, hold the phone on the names right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you have my permission to use Giselle. Feel free. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. again thank you so much and as we always say here be fabulous oh gosh i will and you are be fabulous thank you you so much giselle bye how to vote how to chain fonda one two three four get your booty on the dance floor work it out shake it little mama let me see you do the James Ponder. Five, six, seven now. If you don't know, let me show you how to work it out. 